0: every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of the Comedy Bureau Field Report. The Comedy Bureau Field Report is a member of the Bleed podcast family. That's right. On your favorite podcast platform, we believe in the Comedy Bureau Field Report. And not just the Comedy Bureau Field Report. And I think it's Tomorrow Thursday is this holiday party that I'm gonna go to and uh, I will find out if the network listens to my podcast (laughs) and whether they like me commenting on every episode about this or not. So tune in next week. (laughs) Tune in. Press play next week uh, to see what happens. Um, But for now, on to our great guest. a return guest, yeah. Uh, proprietor of the coziest room in L.A. comedy And uh, on to uh, other uh, great things that I'm excited to talk about as well Please give it up for Sean Casey, everybody Hey, thanks, man Yeah, absolutely uh, As we sit here in Junkyard Dog in Silver Lake um, Listening to Seven Nation Army uh, How are you? <laughs> Good. I am full of uh, delicious plant-based food, and I am I'm, I'm moving through the holidays. Uh-huh. This is the golden era. Go- that's it. Is just eating vegan and um, getting through the holidays is a golden era. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure is. Wow. I mean, that's probably the better way to live. Have have the bar below, yes. so it's easy to clear.
1: Yes, I. Right, four things down every morning. Mm-hmm. I have to get a lot more done, mm-hmm. but if I get those four done, yeah, it's like we did it. What's yeah. the
0: criteria of the four things?
1: They have to get done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are they generally?
1: Oh, uh, well, like this morning, I had to go, you know, file government paperwork for. Right. Um, ooh, do we get to talk about the news space? Or
0: yeah, we. Well, I mean,
1: what are we talking about later?
0: Yeah, you want or, te- you want teas. Sure, uh-huh. sure.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> Bureaucratic tease. <laughs> that's what this is, right? Uh, yeah, I went down to the county registrar's office this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, just those sort of things. I don't yeah. know, doctor's appointments. You right. know, the the real the, the real building blocks of functioning. Yeah. Right. That's right. that's what's on my for Right.
0: You know. Yeah, I mean, Sean was. Late to an appointment, but it all worked out.
1: It did. Yeah. Yep, sure did. Yeah. Uh, I made it through security with a uh, large stack of small unmarked bills, uh, as we were <laughs> talking about earlier. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And a box cutter uh, accidentally. It did look like I was going into a courthouse. Right. To uh, spring somebody. Yeah. Right.
0: So, your four, it sounds like your four things every day is less like, Groceries, pick up dry cleaning, and more like um, collect intel for, <laughs> for the Ukrainians or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's yeah, true. yeah. I haven't eaten
1: in days. Yeah. Right. I, I can't get to that stuff till I cross off the four. <laughs> an uncrossable floor. Right. Yeah.
0: Wow. So that's part of being a field agent—is not eating.
1: I mean, you know, like right. this is this is
0: how you can evade capture sure so don't eat until you get captured and then like click the cyanide pill that's installed in your back teeth or whatever it is so
1: yummy so so delicious at that point so hungry you're like "Mm, yummy cyanide
0: do you know that about cyanide it's but it's apparently it tastes good
1: oh i know antifreeze tastes good
0: antifreeze strychnine and cyanide are all supposed to taste good really it's just like what is the story of how they found that out
1: uh, doesn't, like, one of them come from almonds? Yeah, I and think
0: that's, I think that might be
1: Strychnine. The faint smell of bitter almonds, mm-hmm. isn't that, like, one? Like, yeah. Talking about mysteries. Well, novels, I mean, like, like we
0: the smell is one thing, but somebody had to try it.
1: Yeah. I kind of think, uh, gasoline might be delicious. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> i like, what? the smell, it... I mean, I get the smell is literally intoxicating.
1: It's intoxicating. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so valuable. None of, sure. us, none, none of us have taken a little sip.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, God, this is re- reminding me. There is a strategy game that was very popular on PC called Command & Conquer.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. you remember that? Yes.
0: Yeah, and the early versions, like, they, uh, they eat the bad guys. They looked very European. That it was, like, right. a very, like, Eastern European was a very pointed yeah. look. Yeah, John Wick films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they were called Nod. And I remember in the opening, like, when you would open the game on your PC, they would have, like, an opening, like, credit sequence. And, like, I think the part of the Nod introduction of, like, why they're bad is they're, like, infiltro- infiltrating, like, mainstream culture to, like, Perpetuate bad things, and so there's like a small clip of somebody just chugging oil or gasoline. Hell's here, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "That's what? What? Liquid dinosaurs, man? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: How that that has to
0: make you powerful on an alchemical level, right? Yeah. I mean, did did anyone go over a rewrite for what is no like, yeah, Yeah. yeah?
1: Like they were like he eats fireworks wrong. He eats yeah. gasoline. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what the bad guys are doing. That's how they're infiltrating culture. It's not that he created like a very uh, easily addictive social media app that has short form right. videos. Short-form video yeah, 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 yeah. That's not Scrapes what they did. All your info. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, mm-hmm. I want to grow up and be a uh, tough, not guy who. Mm-hmm. drinks a kilo of gasoline in the a.m. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. What a turn of a, a, a character, like a pivot, like somebody who I uh, uh, just imagine um, puffing on a corncob pipe at the Glendale room. It's just like chugging gasoline.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. I went from avuncular to just straight-up murderous. Yep. Right.
0: All right. Uh, how is the Glendale Room these days?
1: It, very well, thank you. Yeah, um, it, n- nicely enough. Just over a year, right? Yes, we just celebrated a year, and that feels really good. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the city's been really nice to us. Uh-huh. Like, I, I thought they might kind of bristle at moments because we have the title of the city in the yeah. title of the venue. Sure. You know, they'd be like, oh, I don't know if that feels like, like But they've been really nice, and they. Um, well, they it's not
0: like, like you have the Legion of Skanks playing there all the time.
1: Right. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. yeah, and they um, so they reached out yesterday and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna um, we're gonna hire somebody to be the poet laureate of Glendale. Will you help us out?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna help hey. you out. With that. Right, right. That'd be great. Right, this poet laureate of Glendale. It sounds like a late '90s A24 movie, but right, yeah, right. Um, but you get paid." To do it, I don't know when this airs. They're probably still accepting applications. Somebody good, uh-huh. do it.
0: Oh wow! Is it going to end up being Derek?
1: It should be yes. Yeah. And we are referring to Derek Brown, who is a fantastic poet and right. equally gifted stand-up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, do, do you have to live in Glendale?
1: Uh, I, I should. I should probably know the answer to that.
0: I, I feel like that. Do. I feel like that should be necessary.
1: I think you have to be very open to appear in Glendale. Let okay. Me put it that way.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So you all, be
1: gettable to Glendale.
0: All you Westsiders, uh, count yourselves out now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> looking at Miguel. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. But Highland Park. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's a poet laureate living there. I bet.
0: Yeah, I bet it, I mean, well, then, like, Burbank is technically not far from Glendale, but it's very much not Glendale.
1: Oh, yeah, there's, and there's a strong, there's, like, a sibling rivalry.
0: Really? Speak on that more, I am not, I, this is news to me.
1: I, I can reliably, if I, if I dunk on Burbank in a meeting with City of Glendale, everybody's, like, eyes light up in a way that feels magical. Wow. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we're sticking it to Burbank. I mean, they're not.
0: Right. but right you know but they're like why because the americana is cooler than downtown burbank hey
1: you know these things can get debated they get kicked (laughs) around yeah i I can't
0: be an arbiter (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, they don't have their own bramble of other cars
1: right yeah yeah uh, competing motor miles you know Mm. one's got a costco one don't you Mm. know so that's
0: Right. right yeah glendale doesn't need an ikea
1: no, yeah, they can't. I, I imagine they're, they bid against each other for the, those sort of things. For the
0: listeners, I hope you have Google Maps open and you're just <laughs> <laughs> looking at Glendale and Burbank in points of interest.
1: And the forest border. This, yeah. is, this is a very, you know, open border. There's no large uh, geographic features keeping no. these two communities apart. Yet. No. But it's like, I don't know, they, they each have like 200,000 people in them. Right, you know that's like bigger than the capital city of a state that I grew up in.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the crazy thing about LA because they are considered small towns within LA County. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're quaint. Yeah, like this is bigger than all of Montana. Right.
0: Yeah, even Like the Americana is technically one mall that's next to. It's an outdoor mall that's next to an indoor mall. Right. Right. That is, in so many people's minds, one just shopping complex. Meg-
1: Megalopolis. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you, you can use the parking structure for both. Sure. And it's free.
1: Yeah. At some point, we're going to discover steam tunnels or some other, yeah, like weirdly.
0: Oh, Montreal does that. Did you know that?
1: I love it. That's great.
0: They have like something like eight miles of interconnected underground like pedestrian tunnels. Hells yeah. Um, that all lead to each mall. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea is that you can come in like a big puffy full-length down coat, yeah, and then there's like a coat check at every one of these, uh-huh. And you just like you just go from winter to summer wear.
1: Oh, is that how they keep you? Like they're yeah. like, we'll take your coat. Now they have to stay in the shop. Yeah, and oh, then yeah.
0: the and everything's heated, and, and so you can just walk from mall to mall to mall and not have to experience. The Ontario winner.
1: Or English.
0: Yes. You know? Quebecois. Yeah. Which is, will never, I'm so sorry, it will never not be funny to me. Because Quebecois, my understanding, in my experience, is grammatically correct French in an American accent.
1: Yes. Yes. I am 50% Uh Quebecois. My middle name is Beauregard. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And you say it like that. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it was like, America.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. I do find it funny, and correct me, I feel like Quebecers think it, they, the way they speak French is correct, and people from France are wrong.
1: Ooh, that is a good one. Because I think, you know, like, that way that, like, you feel like if you could just stare at somebody in the Appalachia, and they'd be like, I know it, I'm wrong about it. You know, right. like, so I think you know, they kind of are like, yeah, we're just, we made a choice, and now we're right.
0: sticking with it. Right. Yeah. Um, wait, are you, like, did you live in Quebec or something? Like, how are you? No, my mom's whole family. Oh, uh, okay. people in New England,
1: they all, I don't know, were oppressed by working in mills, mm-hmm. so they went and worked in other mills. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Um... Well, to bring it back to the Glendale Room, what yeah. what's going on these days in LA's coziest venue? Which is not Thank a you. thing. I think I said that, and then it caught on.
1: I th- I think you recognized something that was a deeper truth. Yes, you just you right. saw that. You got the sculpture from the stone on that one. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's been a real nice time to um, get small. Right. You know, it is a storefront space, and uh, <laughs>
0: like Steve Martin.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. It's not, not that, I guess. Right. Um, but the chance to do stuff that's like solo performance, that's next to comedy, but not necessarily, you know, comedy with a capital C, right. doing a lot of storytelling, doing a lot of uh, poetry. Yeah. The Poet Laureate thing's very real. Um, yeah, and there's been um, a really nice opportunity for a bunch of comics who I think the world of, who are... They have a date when they're going to run their hour. Or they're going to tape their hour. They're going, tape their hour they're going to tape their
0: special. Jenna Friedman, for example?
1: Yeah, yep. Jenna Friedman did a bunch of nights working out her special. That turned out fantastic. Absolutely. Everybody should check that out. Uh, let's see, Lindsay Adams, just we, we just ran her hour the other week, and that was
0: tons of fun. Right. Uh, the first recording from the Glendale Room is about to come out this week, yes?
1: Yes. Uh, right, because Greg Ferris, uh, he did a special... He recorded an hour there. That's coming up. Um, but
0: Bridenstine.
1: Yeah, Mike Bridenstine. Although he ran it here. Oh, okay. Technically, he recorded it over at Lincoln Lodge. Uh, okay. Over in Chicago, which fantastic series of venues. Yeah. We love Mike, and he runs uh, Friday nights flagship every yeah. Friday at eight. Right. All killer, no filler. Yeah, yeah. it's a great show.
0: Way to get the plugs out up front. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now we can just talk about anything.
0: Well, okay, so. What I mean, so on Google Maps, I assume the listeners still have Google Maps open to hear, <laughs> right, right. see what they're, we're talking about.
1: They're coming combing the, a yeah. uh,
0: five interchange. Yeah. Right. So, like, what what does Google Maps currently say? Is like, when, when you click on any sort of point of interest, it usually has like a phrase or like a little sentence, know. like like hip, laid back, comedy event, or something like that. Oh yeah. So oh, what does it say yeah. now? And what would you like it to say?
1: It says cozy library themed venue
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I would like it to say the coziest room in America <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow <So. laughs> wow that's that's a bold there are there are a lot of sound baths in Joshua Tree that would take umbrage with that true yeah we yeah. need more
1: fabric based experience yeah <laughs> we need like afghans <laughs> and right quilts yeah
0: Yeah, it's not just about the auditory. You got to take care of all. Well, there are more than five senses. Which is
1: why the room smells like cinnamon and apples 365 days a year.
0: Wait, do you put a scent in there or is that just the old pages?
1: That's the old. (laughs) Well, yes, and there is an under uh, scent girding of uh, aged books. I don't know, I like that. I like new books, I guess, a little better. Sure. They're both delightfully woody
0: right, right right where where do you think uh the glendale room is headed in 2023
1: oh I, I think there are a lot of shows that um started their run maybe over in the summer or in the fall that have continued to build a really great following that um you know you there's like that sort of like Baby just got born like oh my gosh now she has to run or um uh, i guess bambi was Maybe it was a boy? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Uh Um, That I was like, oh, I think when they have a little bit more room to get weird or, or, you know, just kind of um, feel very solid in themselves, like, we're up for just a real good night. Um, Yeah, Kara Connors is bringing a, she's bringing her straight for pay weekly on Tuesday nights. Oh, cool. It's going to be followed by... um, an LGBTQIA plus um, mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tuesday nights are, are gonna be uh, reliably fun. And queer. Not that they weren't before, but yeah. So they'll, they'll be reliably her. Yeah. Her serving up fun. Mm-hmm. And then the mic on Wednesdays, which I think is has really been such a great um, experience for everybody who's done it. Right. That continues on but with Alina and Bethany, who are hosting it now. And Alina brings this certain Belarusian insanity, for lack of a better All word. All right, you're
0: going to have to unpack that. <laughs> I mean, everyone's focused on Ukraine and not what Belarus is up to. Sure. What yes. is <laughs> what is Belarusian insanity? <laughs>
1: Alina has, she has a capacity to uh, project her voice into back corners of your brain that you're like, Ah, now I have to do what you say and sure. you're like you're yelling but I'm agreeing what had <laughs> happened you, right. you know she's, she's pretty great that way and then Bethany Michaels who's with her is very sweet and goofy mm-hmm. but they both seem um, like I'm slightly afraid of both of them and, and cool uh, I think if we keep doing this for another two months they're gonna probably show me why <laughs> <laughs> but I think in the end everybody's gonna be okay this is I'm not I'm not
0: entirely scared of them, but I'm excited for them to keep being more of themselves. Right, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so at this point, you're in. The Glendale Room, would you it's like a pretty well run machine now?
1: Yeah, it was definitely an experiment in um, like too small to fail. Like it was yeah. could you have a room that either ran itself or one person ran it, and it would feel right. welcoming and handled as opposed to you know, abandoned. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people stepped up who were excited to do that, and I think right. um, Lauren Winters, yeah. fantastic, has been around Friday and Saturday nights. She um, right. has just a real nice sense of hosting and welcoming. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good place to be invited to, and, and you're assumed trusted when you're there. Right, you know. So you, if you want to grab a drink, you can. You know, right. you, it's on you to pay for it. You know, right. and so right. that's kind of a, I don't know, a nice place to be. I think that doesn't right. feel like a lot of other
0: spaces I've Right. So now, since this is a well-oiled machine, and is this is like a very like transparent pivot to the big news that you're going to have? Oh, right. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That. So you're you're marching your. Your brand across, <laughs> your brand of comedy is yeah. like you're conquering the map. Guys, you gotta keep Google Maps up in this whole episode. It's really a
1: plan, it looked like a family circus cartoon by the end. Yeah. It's gonna be great.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to go down the five and eg- exit like Los Feliz Boulevard, maybe? Glendale? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep, get off the of Gl- Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, it's going to be some weird twists and turns, but you got to get on Hyperion to go to the Lyric Hyperion because. Good.
1: I am taking over the Lyric Hyperion starting this Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, December we'll...
0: 15th? Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: And we'll start having new shows programmed over there uh, January 10th, I believe, is our first show. Right. We're keeping the fantastic in unit laundry yeah. um, weekly on Tuesdays, but there's a whole host of new shows. Right. It will be a home for comedy, music, drag, and drinks.
0: Right. Um, now, how did this come about, like, getting your second venue? And uh, right. one that's had, like, been a staple of some sort of scene in L.A., in Silver Lake specifically, yes. for decades.
1: Yeah, which I love and appreciate. I think it's a great historic venue. It has history that goes back to the 60s. Yeah. Um, it used to be a restaurant called The Frog Pond that was on the front lines of the gay equality movement right. in the 80s. Uh, there were just really some great L.A. Uh, performance figures that have been up on that stage, like like I said, since the 60s. So when we were coming out of lockdown, there was a call for um, talking about who you know might make sense over there, and it went you know, pretty pretty deep into the conversation at that point Um, but for that change of hands um, I was working on the Glendale Room and a a different group of people came in And so now that they are um, moving on to a different life moment Uh I am very happy to be able to hop in and restore the Lyric Hyperion to its place that I think we all understand it should have.
0: That's awesome, and I'm glad you're too. Ta- now, are you going to, are you going to, uh, from my recollection, it is currently called the Lyric Hyperion Table and Stage. <laughs> right, right, Are you going <laughs> to sure. go back to theater and cafe, or are you going to do something even niftier? Oh, my gosh.
1: This is, this is a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> hard uh, Hard-hitting. <laughs> What do you call it? Like when you talk about it, if you were to say, I'm going to go see a show, what would you, where would you say you're going to go see Lyric a show? Lyric Hyperion? Yeah, you'd say, I'm going to go see a show at the Lyric Hyperion or Lyric Hyperion. Yeah. And I think that was this, that's how we got the name for the Glendale Room. Right. It said, What if there was, what if you were going to go do a show uh-huh. at a comedy spot in this location? What would you say? It would be like, Oh, I'm gonna, probably going to go do that Glendale Room. Right. <laughs> I was like, All right, don't walk past that.
0: Right. So I think what, You'd have to have a really cool name, and it has to be short, too. Or just be okay knowing that no one will
1: ever say your full name. Like yeah, well,
0: stuff. no, like, yeah. people don't even say the comedy store. They say the store. Right, yeah. You know, or the factory. Right. The improv, yeah. fortunately, is just the improv.
1: Yes, and all the improv places would always get, like, initialized. Right. right? The, the UCBs and the IOs. right, and right. The- right. Yeah, um, so I think uh, it'll be the Lyric Hyperion, the Lyric Hyperion Theater at most. Sure. I mean, I think yes, there is a really fun bar that's happening in there, and a really good uh-huh. coffee shop and uh-huh. pastry spot right. that, um, is happening in the AM. Right. And the patio is dope, and I love it.
0: Right. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, with all that in mind, what what so what is your sort of plan for restoration? As you saw said.
1: Yeah, the, okay, so the layout is going to go back to uh, the, not high risers, but that C-shape. Sure. You know, C-shape with a single bomb um, right. entrance. Right now there's a door that kind of takes you like, like you walk into the room and you're like, oh shit, I'm on stage. Right. And we're going to swap that out so right. it's a door that brings you in in the back of the room. Right. Um, and the uh, stage itself, uh, getting a whole new curtain Made right now, that's going to be in this rich burgundy with gold tassels. The room right now is very like blackety blacky blackity black. It's like and super the color
0: blue, I,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, it's very shimmery. It's yeah. very um, reflective, right? And, and I think I think this is a space that has history that mm-hmm. you know can have a certain majesty to it with the uh, taking the you know black walls with the black chairs and the black tables and turning that into something that it, it's not. I'm not turning into Hogwarts, right. but I'm not not turning into Hogwarts.
0: And that's what you want to read on Google Maps.
1: <laughs> it's not Hogwarts, but it's not not Hogwarts. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. it to, you have to go through what, like nine and three quarters length, or whatever the hell it is. I didn't read any of the books. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, I won't
0: get so jokey. Yeah, yeah. Where you have to, like,
1: we uh, walk through an airstream, and then it right. dumped us into a flume
0: ride. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, that sounds fun. What a I mean, like so, when you say restore, like what yeah. is the vibe you're aiming for? To like when people walk onto the patio and walk into the cafe slash bar, yeah, theater. What do you? What sort of feeling do you want people to have?
1: Uh, that Joel Silver from Cabaret will pop out at any moment. No. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> it's, people are into that, yeah.
1: But I think it, for for the cafe and the patio, yes. yeah, oh, I think a welcome hang, right? Like I, uh, I have a space. In the Glendale room, that um, you can hang out in the Paseo outside, but you feel very much like you've left the space and now right. you're, right. you know, kind of thrown to the wind. Yeah. Whereas this is more united, right. where the bar is just beyond, but it's right. it's soundproof from the rest of it, so it it should have a warm feeling, right. and the patio will have a warm feeling too. It's full of plants and comfy chairs, and right. it, it's it's in a good spot.
0: And it was a hang before lockdown. Like, people would do shows. And that is... I don't think that's... I get why it's, like, I guess, subconsciously dismissed. But the importance of the hang at a show, at a venue... Totally. Is, like, crucial. Yeah. You know? I mean, what would birds be without UCB, you know?
1: Oh, my God. If UCB had to do it all over, I imagine the only thing they
0: would
1: instantly put on their list... I mean, there's a bunch of they should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you we know, be like, we buy that bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There's, I, I don't think I'm the first person to go, you know, comedy spots could really use drinks, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: but it really tends to work. Um, right. Yeah, and then West Side Comedy, which I have with partners and I, I ran right. for a bunch of years, that spot has the bar in the room. And there was stuff about that That a bunch of times where, like, man, I just wish which there was a wall between these two spaces, you know, so people could talk freely and, you know. Right. So this is that situation. Right. That I've been waiting on. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be really good, too, if, you know, you were either at a show or you just came from a show or you're about to go to a show and you just ran across people that you Uh like, you know, at that bar. Yeah. On that patio. And you just had that five minutes without, you know, Kind of knowing like, oh, I guess we we gotta be the next four hours together, you know you can right kind of have that casual run in that I think is it's pretty right. great for l a
0: well I mean that's very much oriented, and always kind of my experience of Lyric Hyperion. yeah um, versus like when you go to like any club whether the show ends up being good or not it's it's very it's so it's so transactional in a way where like like. It just, it's not communal in a lot of ways. Right. Like, it's just, you know, I think a lot of people showed up because they think they're going to see somebody famous.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's the CD side of it. Sometimes it feels a little like if you're not actively spending money, the venue hates you. Right. You know, and so trying to build it in a way that gives space mm-hmm. just to exist, right. you know, without mm-hmm. like the... Glendale Room was nice because it is a library vibe and we're used to that not right. being a, you know, like that not being a right. commercial transaction. What, right. You know, and I think that's what I love about my favorite spaces is, is sure, you can buy stuff or whatever, but you don't have to. Right. And you're okay right. if you don't. Right. Yeah. right, yeah.
0: Would that, I mean, I we would you, like, ever put, like, uh, language on your menu or something like zero item minimum or something <laughs> totally. we're and maybe you, maybe we can solve this today
1: uh-huh. trying to figure out because this is my first time having a kitchen too Right. we're trying to figure out um, okay so you're at a comedy show you're watching the show you're sitting at a table right. and you're like oh I'd like to order another round or I'd like to have a drink you would like to signal a, the person to come to your table right how do you do it how do you do it? Like, is it a little button that you push? Is it, uh, like, wanna, a little I mean,
0: Yeah, I feel like Alamo Draft House figured that out. With the
1: flag, like, stick your thing in? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very quiet.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I, yeah. Yeah. It probably will be something. Yeah. Like, like and you don't have to, like, like download an
0: app or anything. No. Yeah. Because people don't want to do that.
1: No, I think QR codes, that whole thing, like, especially for ordering... Feels very like lockdown time. Right. And it makes me. I also get like annoyed when I have to put in like personal information and I'm like, well, it's like I work here now. You yeah. know?
0: Right. Yeah. But so, yeah, some like tiny like raising the card or like, um, or like just some little thing that could be on that table. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know. A little
0: lamp. Hold up. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Sure. Well, then that could be confusing for the. Poor. Wait, did I get the light? Sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah no, you got it.
0: Yeah. No, the light's that big red thing on the ceiling.
1: Right? Yeah. It's that big submarine. Yeah. yeah. Klaxon. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, are you going to have a bunch of fun cocktails that are named after comedians? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless
1: there's a comedian named, uh, I don't know, Laganitas. <laughs> yeah, like it is right. not. Very, right. But we will have drafts, um, wow. and that wasn't kind of how it was before. So right. there'll be solid drafts, solid craft yeah. drinks, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, craft beers and whatnot. Um, right. Yeah, and the menu, I think, is going to be pretty scaled down. We're going to figure out a way to get guests, um, you know, sort of food truck setups or um, something that's like a bit more humble, like a, like a table kind of thing. Right. Um, so that we can bring in um, fun stuff like that that's a bit on the calendar as right. well
0: as right. what the shows are. Yeah. Right. So it's about maybe like a 10 15 minute drive from the Glendale Room uh, to Lyric Hyperion.
1: Yeah.
0: How. Take one left how, turn. How, is, how are both venues going to coexist under your umbrella? And the scene in large or at large
1: yeah the um the experience at glendale room was so nice because it was a chance to um get up with people who might have moved to la for the past couple of years you know or they um kind of were at a place and that place no longer exists and they were kind of like well what what does it look like for me now and they you know were still very funny they're still very into what they were doing and um and Glendale Room is a nice cozy room it's also a 40 seat room right you know so there's great stuff that you should be trying out there that is more intimate that is a bit more um, you know uh, solo focused whereas Lyric Hyperion, like we can stick a full band on there we're doing Golden Girls Live we're doing drag like full on drag shows there's great backstage area
0: and Drag King yes
1: yeah Drag King Brunch with Anna Goodman Yeah. yeah That's going to be really cool. Um, Yeah, so I think the idea is that you never have to stop working together. Sure. That you can figure out a way to start working with people. I think we're going to have this really exciting five-hour, potentially, show (laughs) every Sunday.
0: Wow. That
1: is just – it's going to be a very casual roll-in, roll-out kind of thing, but a place where people can do, you know, whatever it is, like – five to eight minutes in a bunch of spots where like, you know, what if each of the Putter Boss sisters uh, programmed an hour? Right. You know, and I, d- I don't like the word variety because, but, so we got to find a new word. Sure. But it is going to have that sense of, okay, this is a place where we can bring you in, you know? Right. And um, Mishmash. Right, sure.
0: Like, yes, <laughs> sure. Like, we can just keep at
1: it. Yep, yep. yeah. Neo Bonville. <laughs> no, like, nope, oh god, nope. no, nope, no, that, that tastes either. so bad <laughs> it is, right? Right. <laughs>
0: immediately.
1: I think, like, a place where, um, you know, like, it would be great to see uh, you do a set and to see. Lindsay uh, build a sandwich with an audience, right. and then to see Jonathan Groff roll in and just sing a song. Right. You know, I think right. you know we can speak to that Broadway and L.A. Right. sort right. of crowd, and then, once again, Joel Silver's just going to pop back. You know what that <laughs> like,
0: sounds like, Sean? It sounds like what I had always dreamed the little room at Largo should be, but it never is.
1: Right, yes. Yeah, Largo on Fairfax was a bit of a jump off at first, because I loved how music and poetry and comedy could
0: coexist right in a dinner theater right <laughs>
1: yeah although yeah. the he's like I hate dinner you're yeah, yeah. like let's never do dinner and I yeah. I get it we're
0: gonna have we're gonna have humble stuff guys right and right, you know,
1: right. And, yeah.
0: and then <laughs> yeah and then when it moved to Coronet it, it's now like sort of a headlining place yes for like that's very very curated which I do like but like The Little Room it's just it's it's sad to me that there isn't like a weekly show at The Little Room that's like one comedian one musician one like performance artist poet something
1: yeah you, you gotta wanna live in that space right like you gotta wanna live in that space of like enjoying talking to people that you never met before that you have to be okay that you know maybe one out of seven or you're gonna be like, whoa, wow! Like you still have some stuff about your personality to sort out. But when you get there, like, hey, let's, let's start talking. Like, you're, like onboarding new voices and new types of performance. Like, you kind of gotta be up for it, up for the excitement of that. Which I, I am, and I love. <laughs> it's yeah. great, to, right? You know, it, it's great to um, see friends of mine who are my age who you know, are trying on new tricks or they've been up to what they've been up to for so long that they're just the best at it. But it's it's really nice to see that what people are bringing to the table when they're new into town, right. it isn't like, oh, that was the funniest thing that was happening in St. Louis. You're like, no, that's really genuinely great. Right. <laughs> you know? Awesome. And that's what Glendale Room was really good for mm-hmm. in that it is too small to fail. Right. So if, you're, if you are of a certain size, you know, drawing a 40 person crowd doesn't right. take up your whole life um, right. versus if you're like oh I'm gonna run my hour and then now I gotta figure out how to fill 125 seats and uh, that became a whole thing and like what are you focused on now you right.
0: know? Yeah. yeah which is so very very critical and like um, I think that's a thing that's thought about too late
1: sometimes yeah because nobody wants to think about it at all
0: because it, no. it
1: feels like so much you know right yeah.
0: right um, you wanna do some kinding news? I love this. Alright, let us do it. Uh, first on the docket, Samantha B, who went off the air, it seems like a decade ago, uh, but it's probably just last year, uh, is going on a North American tour. Um, it is going to, I think, not 20 cities, but, like, close to it. But no L.A. No L.A., no New York, San which Diego, is, like, you know, that to me is, like, we don't need more choir preaching. Oh, like, she got us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... they're, oh, the bluest parts of the country, they're fine. yeah. Uh, stretching next year, uh, 2023, from April to June, uh, Sam B will be your favorite woman. That's the name of the tour. In Newark, New Jersey, Denver, D.C., Philly, Cleveland, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Burlington, Vermont, Concord, New Hampshire, Boston, Charlotte, North Carolina, Charlotte, uh, Charleston, San Diego, Seattle, and Portland. She did seven
1: seasons. She knows what she knows.
0: Isn't it crazy? I mean, I feel like late night time passes by so fast. Like, she did right. seven, seven seasons. I'm like, seven. I could have swore it was like three. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know. It was, time was very elastic. <laughs> like, like, how yeah. long did we have that president?
0: Yeah. Right. Too long.
1: Yeah. That's weird. It's weird to think Samantha Bee came up she must have come up like when Obama was still president. Right? Well, she was
0: on the Daily Show, of course. Yeah, yeah, and then got handed that leading into Trump,
1: right? Yes, in yeah. the
0: characters welcome era of uh, yeah, TBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not the the very very uh, ingenious, very funny. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> there was like a period after it. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is like. Man, I mean, you got a degree in marketing. This is what you, the copy you came up with?
1: <laughs> the thing you say when you're not actually laughing.
0: Yeah. Or, like, you're you're in a writer's room with people who have been comedy in, for 20 years, so they're like, it's not that they're incapable of laughing, but it's just more efficient for them to be like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep that, cut the end of it, and then, yeah, uh, move on. Very funny. <laughs> Uh, okay, next item of news, uh, Minx, cr- critically acclaimed Whoa. comedy series on HBO Max that yeah. uh, follows the rise of fictional magazine Minx and its uh, coverage of male nudity in a feminist way. This one hurts. It was already renewed for season two, currently in production as, yeah. we, as we talk right now. I have friends uh, on that show. It's yeah, like, lots and lots of funny people. Wait, you, Jessica yeah. Lowe and Oscar Montoya. Mm-hmm. Yep, Joel Church Cooper was yeah. writing on that. Yeah. And yeah. It,
1: it. I think it's very. It's a very hard
0: piece of news because. Oh, it got can It, it got canceled. I didn't even get to oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They un, they unrenewed season two. Unrenewed. I, yeah, and and it's already so. HBO got new owners, which which is now going to be called, I believe, Warner Discovery. Yes?
1: Warner Discovery Outdoor Fishing Extravaganza. Sure. Uh,
0: Warner Discovery O-L-N. Yeah. Remember O-L-N? Um, yeah, that's headed up by, uh, I think, what looks like the poster child for the 1%, David Zaslav. <laughs> he looks so much like he does not care about homeless people.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was... We know who he was cheering for at that Chappelle show the other night. Sure,
0: sure, sure. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he seems like he's just wearing, like, aviators and a very expensive gilet. Fancy word for vest. (laughs) Uh, All the time with, like, a button-down that probably costs more than your rent.
1: Yeah, yeah. he seems like a guy who has, I don't know, bracelets. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but it's uh, there's so much stuff being canceled on HBO and HBO Max or taken off the slate that it's like my gut feeling is like whatever you're going to replace it with either it better be the best thing ever or we're all going to hate you like we do now.
1: Well, and they're they're disappearing it. right? Yeah. Like they're disappearing all that stuff like Infinity Train and right. uh, Westworld. And they're taking it so that they don't have to pay uh, residuals. Right. Which is boy, the shortest road I can think of
0: to a WGA strike for this next negotiation. Right. Oh, boy. And I feel like HBO, for the longest time, has been, like, a prestige network. Yeah. And I feel like it's on the precipice of not being that anymore.
1: I... I tamped at HBO a bazillion years ago, and I like remember... When
0: Sopranos was on?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was about... The, yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, what was, like, flying really high, but I just remember they had, like... Um, You know those, like, clean suits, like, people wear in, like, places where they make, like, uh, superconductors and stuff? Sure. Their script reading room was like that. Right. I mean, not their clothing part, but it was, like, this, you know, very white-lit, like, you had to have a combo, and, like, the people who go in, they couldn't take things out, and it was, uh, I I thought it was, like, so impressive that they just had, you know, uh, a bacteria-free, I guess, like, you know, (laughs) environment for Right. Is the the
0: juice <laughs> <laughs> yeah and now even when HBO Max came along it felt so different even
1: oh, after Go is that what you or
0: after yeah well World HBO 5, Go was like, just like their streaming extension right but HBO Max or as Jesse Miller from Jesse Miller talk show likes to call it home box office maximum <laughs> <laughs> uh, It feels... It feels just, like, more mainstream in a way that I don't know I'm on board for. I
1: mean, there's
0: still a lot of good stuff, but, like, I remember leading up into HBO Max, a lot of comedy specials on HBO were, like, The Great Depression and Whitmer Thomas' The Golden One. And they are all sort of these things that were, like, reimaginings of what the comedy special could be. Mm -hmm. And then HBO Max's first comedy specials were all like deals with Team Coco with like really funny people like Beth Stelling. Right. But it was just a straightforward like just hour jokes on a stage at yeah. a theater. I, I don't know if HBO
1: comedy has ever been the same since um, What's Their Butts got, you know, drummed out for reasons. Uh-huh. uh When they used to have like U.S. comedy arts, you right. know, and like...
0: Oh, Aspen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that felt like the real like riding higher of HBO comedy is
0: right well I mean well that's where I mean it's I think it's very nebulous now because like for a time for the last few years uh what used to be the goal of every comedian like HBO special got usurped and now is like Netflix special right but that's so pervasive that it's like, that like well is it your goal to get a Netflix special yeah yeah because HBO still isn't handing them out like candy. <laughs> I'm,
1: like, I'm, I'm in comedy rooms of forty to eighty people at a time. Right. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like that 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 size of it
0: is amazing. But yeah, right. I believe it's others. Yeah. Um. Well, the Minx Uh. They star. Uh. Jake Johnson says that they're. Gonna try to find another home, especially because they're in the middle of shooting.
1: Yeah, like they only. And that feels like you know they could uh, AP bio it. Yeah. Sure. Seems like they could.
0: No one. I mean, especially because of the pandemic, no one has like brand loyalty.
1: Yeah, and it does seem like. What was the one that like they 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 saved by uh, they sent like packing peanuts to every or they sent like peanut peanuts I forget.
0: Oh, what it's is. like a like a drama, right?
1: It's something like that. And I feel like I read a thing there, like whatever it was like eight months later, like they copped to, like, like whatever, like the showrunner was like, yeah, I sent like forty percent of us. <laughs> you know, <like>, sort of <laughs> you know? So we may be, who knows? We may be heading into that weird world, you know, like conservative politicians like buy enough of their own book to make it a bestseller and all right. that, you know, sort of stuff. Or,
0: or all that stuff's gonna live on Roku. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Who knew Roku had it in them? Yeah,
0: yeah they're like. <laughs>
1: not going down
0: still need to watch the Weird Al movie which is exclusively exclusively on Roku
1: yeah they got a couple well they grabbed all of our quick bites
0: right yeah Yeah. and if you want to watch the new Reno 911 right yes that's all on Roku just heads up for all you guys who didn't know that sure it's good yeah
1: my neighbor edits it he's a very good neighbor Christian you're the best (laughs)
0: <laughs> good good to know good to know you printed out the outline well you know that's the first time i've ever seen that then i'm gonna hide it kudos to you <laughs> i live
1: in a ru- i have a room full of books
0: you know you do have a room full of books this
1: is this is who i am
0: what are the notes so sean has notes written on this printed out outline how dare you <laughs> how dare you sir uh-huh i'm curious i'm curious. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, these, these notes may be, you know, uh-huh. deeply hollowing.
1: Uh, <laughs> off of our most recent, M- Minx goes from renewed to canceled. My note is, they can always take it away.
0: <laughs> they can uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I watched White Lotus, and it's like, it's so popular. It's doing well in the rings, It's so buzzy. It wins awards. Is it going to last? I don't know. Right. That's yeah. where HBO <laughs> is now. It seems so arbitrary,
1: yeah, I think it's like the residuals deals. Like, they look at, like, who negotiated, just a real, uh-huh. and they're like, we have to make an example of them. String well, to them what
0: end, like, all right, so let's say they, like, they clear up their ledger, balance the books, they're in the black. Uh-huh. It's all Magnolia, uh, whatever. Right, uh, and to what end? And Then they're starting anew, and then nobody wants to work with them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I assume they would want a kneecap, who, who's, who's next down the line. They would want to kneecap the Paramount Network. I don't sure. know. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna...
0: Oh, Paramount Plus?
1: Sure, yep, yep. Yeah. They're going to... I thought the whole thing was for... actually
0: called Paramount. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I'm sure it's like a weird race. To, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're going to reboot. You can't do that on television. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be a facsimile of a fac... I mean, that's already... There's a show on Hulu called Reboot, which is... A sitcom about rebooting a sitcom. Okay. And, yeah. Sure. And Rachel Bloom is in it and Paul yeah. Reiser's in it. Yeah. And they, it's a very, very highly clever. I think they play for a lot of like, a re, like season one Arrested Development tone in terms uh-huh. of like jokes and pacing. Oh
1: yeah, man. I I don't know. like, I don't even know if the USA
0: Network still exists. You know, like, I... You know, no, so it many. ended with the... Clo- Wait, no, I was about to say The Closer with Kira Cedric was on USA. It was oh, on nice. DNT. Okay, okay. We know drama, I think, is what their tagline was. Very drama. Very... I would love that. Very drama. No, that's True TV's tagline. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. After they had a dalliance with Kami and then... Now they're a game show network that's led by Impractical Jokers, I think? Sure. I mean,
1: you can just keep running those. Yeah. Like, you were talking about Paramount. They're like, they'll never stop running cops. Right. They'll just run cops forever and ever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife was part of the True TV, like, uh, whatever it was, like, the three years that, that right. they were like, we are making originals and we are doing this. Right. And we were going to, like, a couple of events with her and I was like, yeah. wow, like, this is... Is what it looks like when people spend money oh my gosh it's just so crazy like everybody's done the CISO rides or whatever you
0: know like right. where they're like whoa this is riding high yeah uh, that so money amazing. yeah money is out there it's just uh, people who have it don't like giving it to other people
1: right or they're just giving it to everybody and they're like I don't know
0: you know <laughs> oh, also great
1: right yeah.
0: Yeah. also great well, well, yeah, be more focused with your giving. Yeah, and yeah. That's,
1: that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Lyric and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're giving it to everybody.
0: Uh-huh. Wait, are there going to be free shows at Lyric period?
1: I think that cabaret show, that like five-hour show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Ian Abramson, uh, what did he pitch the title? It was the Los Angeles County Public Circus. Uh uh-huh. the L.A. County Circus of the Public. Somebody, and I was like, yeah, man,
0: like, let's, let's Wait, just make it, it big. Knowing Ian, I wonder if he looked up like the legal limit in which he could call something very close to the L.A. County Fair and not be that. Oh, so he would show up and like... It, it wouldn't be like a copyright infringement?
1: Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's smart like that.
0: Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Like that. If I add enough prepositions... it's it's different enough (laughs) different enough yeah yeah (laughs) manifestivus manifestivus what would that be
1: uh, but we're, we're going to keep it in like the world of manifestos. Yeah. <laughs> not, okay. <laughs> not just like macho. Mm-hmm. Uh, manifestivists would be the top three people who made this happen, uh-huh. right? Like right. you gotta you gotta attribute blame right up top, right? Um, a sense of what is supposed to come after you, uh-huh. like what like the, the change that you want to have happen, sure, right? Uh-huh. Like, I blame Mrs. Byland, my third grade teacher, uh-huh. and I want to see Grimace struck from the McDonald's menu. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Sure. What would be the feats of strength part?
1: Feats of strength. Uh, uh, can, can you. Can you. No, that goes in the opposite direction. Can you rip this manifesto in two with your bare hands?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, maybe it's an old-school telephone book. Right. Yeah. Which there's a neat little trick to be able to do that.
1: Have it, is there? Yeah. Okay.
0: You gotta, like... I mean, it's... Go look it up on YouTube, but you're supposed to, like... Essentially bend to like almost a point of a crease Um, (laughs) it's all good Uh, every single page of the phone book and then you gotta like concentrate the force you would rip it at a certain point oh
1: so you prep
0: it yeah yeah just kinda like you're supposed to for those who don't know in arm wrestling you're supposed to like bend your wrist yeah people who
1: like arm wrestle don't look like the rest of us no yeah
0: yeah so, uh, I asked you about the Glendale Room What's uh, for 2023. Lyric Hyperion 2023. Yes. What's that looking like?
1: Uh, big drag show weekends. Uh, let's see. We've got Golden Girls Live. Uh, we've got...
0: Drag show weekends Meaning on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> Coming to the Lyric. Yeah. But uh, like three show days. Yeah, that's it. Right. A pretty big, mm-hmm. pretty big lift. Uh, yeah. Irene, too, has a, a great weekly with Daniel Van Kirk that's coming up on Wednesdays. And Unit Laundry is holding... holding a combo? Line.
0: Dan Van Kirk and Irene?
1: hmm Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursdays, a lot of really strong monthlies. Uh, Sklar Brothers and, uh, let's see, uh, Pop culture Other things that I was really looking forward to. Uh, Liquid Feet, Liquid Feet is coming back on the. Liquid
0: Feet. I miss Liquid Feet. Oh wow, that's awesome.
1: Thanks. I was really
0: happy. One of LA's premier comedy dance troops.
1: Yes, I mean I would, I give them the top spot, but sure. (laughs) I
0: mean, I, I there might be something else that I'm just not thinking of. That's why I'm giving a little latitude for that.
1: Oh, like some that
0: comes directly from the world of dance yeah they you know catherine burns might have a crew fair okay yeah yeah emmy award-winning oh, comedy yeah. dance choreographer cat M. burns you just
1: gotta kind of riff one
0: off yeah yeah yeah, hard, yeah.
1: So. yeah. All
0: right. fair. so you're taking the one cool thing at flappers
1: well i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know if takings okay um but I'm really excited because uh, Jessica Kelly and Tasha Brown and Rachel Gallagher—they combined are the Voltron that is a veil Management, and I know Jessica from prior comedy lives. Uh, we share a lot of similar sensibilities, and they said, "Yes, we want to right. fill the space with like right. just killer shows." Right. So.
0: I'm and so you happy know, you know, Jessica's cool, like a good pick because. Her, her and her very cool pants would always be at Dynasty several years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I would just see them all the time at Dynasty. Like, this is, this is how you know it's a good show. Jessica and her cool pants are there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's great.
0: You, you, I, you're listening to this, and you're probably, like, laughing because, like, cool pants. What do you mean cool pants? Oh,
1: yeah. They're cool pants. This isn't the medium for us yeah. to give you cool pants. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jessica has the coolest pants.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. She, yeah, she's a very person.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Like anybody who kind of comes from music and then makes their way to comedy. Right. You're like, oh, right. Yeah. You, you know what's up.
0: And I've never seen Jessica not laughing.
1: Yeah. She maintains just a, yeah, that like top audience member spot. And right. I'm like, wow, how do you?
0: Right. It's great. Which is, I think, rarer in management. A lot of people I see in management yeah. are glued to their phone. Dourful tower always in motion
1: <laughs> yes yeah I, I, i'd be okay with that sure right. I want my person to uh cam esposito ever maynard let's see sam varela's got besitos coming over um yeah I'm, I'm really, i love i'm loving this thank you yeah that's like
0: um an advent calendar for after christmas
1: <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think we'll we'll really look to make a stand for people who can just kind of I don't know, like stumble downhill from their house, you know, and just
0: yeah. With that specific image, when you give up on your New Year's resolution, Winter Hyperion <laughs> will be there for you to feel comfortable.
1: Yes, he welcome you with open arms. That's right.
0: Yeah. Who? I mean, who was telling you you had to lose this much weight or give up that thing? You were that, wrong no no you don't need to do that we accept you as you are right yeah Um, i think
1: it'll be a very accepting space
0: um we talked about this way off pod but um is it have you given more thought to the signature snack that will be the flagship for lyric iberian yes oh my gosh Uh, and i'm gonna
1: totally butcher uh, the pronunciation this makes me sound more caucasian than i am um the Brazilian cheese bread the po- po- oh you were supposed to send this to me yeah it's fantastic and, and it also happens to be
0: uh, vegan as well oh very nice Sean told me about this about three weeks ago and he said it was all the rage and I had never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it, you know and what we're at later. a vegan restaurant right now I, it wasn't on the menu
1: uh, they're behind. This is, <laughs> We're the only people here. Reason. <laughs> this, is, this place is. Yeah, uh, yeah, about a Cahoe, maybe. Uh-huh. Anyway, they are fantastically delicious, but it's going to be you know pretty grabbable, gettable stuff. Sure. We're not going to stick anything on the menu that is messy or super, super loud. And it's shareable. You know, it doesn't require. Uh, utensils in a deep way, if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: So you're telling me there's going to be no espresso martinis at the lyric <laughs> period? Solid espresso martini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like an <laughs> espresso martini slushy? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Yeah. It's also got uh, rosé in it. Yeah. No, we've got, um, well, the, the AM stuff, the cafe is coming back in a major way. Right. I think a lot of people miss that. And,
0: um... Are you going to call it, like, just Lyric Hyperion? Because I think it's currently called, like, Cafe Bravo or something. Right. Yeah, that's going away. But okay.
1: I don't know if it needs its own separate name. But I'd love for that whole space to just be a great place to just write, just kick it, you know, just kind of, like, hang out during the day. The coffee shop will vibe a whole lot more, not, not central perk, but definitely, like, that more warm 90s style. Right. Like, like whatever you think of um you know, like current coffee shops that are very sterile, very slick. It's like the opposite of that. Right. right. So this is couches and
0: I'm just warm hearing colors. I'm hearing the like kids in the hall theme.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just and like strange, blaring strange men from yeah. a strange place whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it is a bit throwback y, I think um to remind people that there's, like, outside of their phones, you have to
0: remind them of a time before right. phones right. a little bit. So you know. all signage in the coffee shop will be written on Post-it notes and taped to <laughs> mason jars? <laughs>
1: no mason jars. I My mouth does not recognize a mason jar <laughs> when I bring up a beverage. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, it, yeah, it'll, the coffee's really, really solid, too. The beans right. are really fun. Right. They come from... You know, all the things that you want. Like, they're delicious, but they're sourced humanly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But the pastries are coming from Sugar Bloom. And these things, I mean, they're the Jessica Kelly pants of pastries. Oh, yeah?
0: (laughs) They are an event. Do tell.
1: Yeah. there's uh, The the issue is we have to select not the entire selection, and it's really hard. Right. Uh, They have the best butter croissant. Right. in los angeles
0: Ooh, bold statement
1: yeah and i was i was sold on this like um serafina rodriguez is fantastic she's coming on to manage all the uh, food and beverage side of things she was like this is the one i've worked in coffee shops for decades this is the one and i was like i you know hold on tightly let go lightly like i was right. like i trust you and right, right right. she delivered um uh, yeah, they have a matcha donut. That's an event. They have. Got oh, him. You just gotta see these photos. They're, sure. They they look as good as they eat, mm-hmm. and they eat even a little better. Right. Oh, and uh, breakfast burritos from Rooster. <laughs> yeah.
0: So if oh, you're cool.
1: a fan of breakfast, any time of ever. Right. They're gonna be available.
0: And they, uh, the Roosters' days. breakfast burritos are usually whenever there's a breakfast burrito list in L. A. They're usually on it.
1: Yes, deservedly so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think across those, Uh we may do a charcuterie plate. Uh Yeah, in the evening.
0: I feel like that's program specific.
1: Yes. Like I I don't know that charcuterie
0: goes with in-unit laundry.
1: No, I agree. Yeah. But I do think stuff that's like
0: I'm just picturing Simon throwing throwing raw meat around. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. All right. No, but like you know, uh, Cam Esposito and charcuterie—that fits. Yeah,
1: you know, and a Marcona almond. Yeah. Uh uh-huh.
0: But the charcuterie plate has to be—it has to have like a denim accents, <laughs> and that be the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I'm it's like
0: that. it's wood, but the 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 per, the perimeter of it is denim.
1: <laughs> yes, a denim frame. Oh, and that's. I think for the the look in this space, it's very black boxy looking right now. Right. And we're going to line all of the walls with giant thick gilt frame paintings. So it's just these big format paintings. I mean, we'll, we'll pop some small ones in there too. So when I, way back when said, it's not Hogwarts, but it's not not Hogwarts. Uh-huh. Right? Like that's that's where you're catching a lot of that feel. Yeah. Right. Same way Glendale
0: Room has books, as far as the eye can see, you will right. see art. Right. All around. So that means your merch is not going to be so much t-shirts as like um, like patterned scarves. <laughs>
1: right, yes. For this one week that we're currently in, in Los right. Angeles. Right. Yeah, we're like, ooh, I could, I could have a scarf.
0: Summer scarves are a thing, Sean.
1: Yes, yes, that's, that's in a percent.
0: in, in a, Ineffectual neckwear is like a big L.A. staple. No. Oh,
1: please. I, the sun is... Always trying to murder me. So yes, I'm. I I had those like long after, whatever, like Kingdom of God or whatever movie made that popular in the early two thousands. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can sport
0: these. (laughs) Uh huh. Cool. Um, I think my burning, burning question is: so currently, the lyric Hyperion in its in the uh, inside in the cafe has a neon sign right above the entrance way Sean's laughing already it's like a huge thorn in my side um, is it not showtime for you you know it's not not showtime um, yeah it's just, it's a neon sign that says it's showtime in cursive
1: exclamation point
0: a- exclamation point and um, it does not give me the feeling Nicole Kimming gives me at the every the beginning of a- every AMC movie What if I changed it to very Showtime? Very Showtime. We know Showtime? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Showtime, welcome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, yeah. Being
0: grammatically incorrect is cool. (laughs) It will be lovingly uh, rehomed. Right. Yeah, or just like, it's Showtime, but take all the vowels out. Oh, right? (laughs) Tits.
1: (laughs) Tits. <laughs> yeah. Shim. Yeah.
0: And it's all in um Oh it is right before the bathrooms though, so right. tits shit 'em. <laughs> <Could be laughs> yes. There you go. There you go. Are you going into tits? No, I use the shit'em. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it's not a gendered thing, it's just like I gotta yeah. go the go.
1: It's about what your business is.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh it's all in that uh, hip, hip font that uh, starts with A that I can't think of. It's not Arial. Um, for the current sign? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, rather than it be cursive.
1: Oh, right, yes. Yeah, it's going to be in a, whatever, Lyrica. Or, uh, uh-huh. What is it? A- a- Aire- Leon. Uh-huh. It's somewhere in a Game of Thrones movie, I'm sure. Uh,
0: no, it's, it's the, the real, like, hipster. Like, American Apparel used to use it.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, um,
0: yeah, 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 that one. Yeah,
1: not Moderna. It's the one that everything is.
0: On. It's not Futura, but it's close. Yeah. I will look it up and put it in the show notes in disgrace. Or Sean Me will look too. it up right now. I you know. Um, in all seriousness, what would you want to say? Because uh, it is, I mean, it, it's like a thing that's welcoming you into the theater, Yeah. Well, I think that space could also be used to show me where the
1: bathrooms are because that, you know, uh, form is based on function. Um. But, yeah, the entirety of that area is turning kind of like that that, uh, richer, deeper green. So I kind of need to drop that in the space, too, to, Uh. you know, warm it all up.
0: Richer, deeper green. That reminds me of, like, old L.A. Like the w- yeah. w- a color palette of old LA, I always think of like um, the observatory, which is like a like a faded forest green, like off white, and like a faded gold. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which I I love old LA. Because, yeah, yeah. And Lyric Hyperion has history. Yeah. it's not borrowed history; it's real history. Yeah, so. absolutely. We're just restoring.
0: Right. What, a, what, what a part of It's History do you think you'll play taking it over now?
1: That's what the sign will say. Like, it's history. It's, like, it's history. <laughs> it's history time.
0: Or you could actually, <laughs> you can buy one of those signs that are always on one of those interstate uh, travel spots where it's like, I guess you put it on your lawn or your porch, but it's like, in 1834, on this very spot, nothing happened.
1: Oh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I grew up in Virginia. They have those every thirty feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you
0: sure? Are you sure? Like uh, Confederate or Union blood wasn't spilled on the spot? Yeah, I'm like pretty it, sure it was. It had. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think. Uh, well, and for anybody listening, if you have photos from shows of different eras of Lyric Hyperion, I uh-huh. would love to have these. We would love to build up the. Visual history right. so that people people have a lot of really great memories there. Yeah, and I think we can tee that off with um, you know, some strong stage shots yeah. of days gone by. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had a, a really awful haircut that was very specifically of that era, yeah. that always helps us place things.
0: Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah
1: There's some big ones.
0: Yeah. I will send you a picture that I have of the solo show that I did there, the only solo show I ever did. I love this. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the show where I dated the audience? You,
1: the entire audience.
0: The entire audience. And I sat them on stage with me, which I only could do because it was Lyric High Period, I think.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> because, like, the stage is uh, exactly level with the audience.
1: In that form? Yeah. In that
0: in that form, yeah. And so I just, like, moved the chairs. So nobody was sitting where they were supposed to, and they were just sat on one side of a dining table. And then I was on the other side.
1: And it was, it was a date that you were on?
0: Yeah, the whole show was a date. And using a, a bunch of, like, queued up YouTube clips and, like, tabs on a web browser on the projector, mm-hmm. we, like, went and did different things on our date. <laughs> like, one part of it was just, like, staring at the sunset. So I had a 10-minute video of the sunset on YouTube. And wow. we just held hands and watched it. It's
1: pretty beautiful. Yeah, it is. Was there, like, an awkward, like, uh, goodnight at the door with you in the audience? <laughs> like no, life?
0: I think we ended with, like, a dance party. That's ice. And then, yeah, the very end of the show was everybody hugged, like, a big group hug. Wow. Yeah. And that was it. Um, it was very fun. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there's a very good photo from that.
0: Yes. I will definitely say, it. yeah. I remember... This is, I mean, like, several eras of Lyric i hearing ago, but there used to be a guy named Dimitri, who was the AD at the time, who always wore open-toed sandals and mesh shorts. And, I, and I'm like, I know we're not on a set, but something about this seems not safe.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Access to too much.
0: Closed toes, please. Yeah. Toesies,
1: uh, hanging bits. Mm, yeah. No.
0: Them. And uh, he's like, do you want to just, like, do an hour? Like, yeah, Yes, but I, I just didn't want to do just stand-up, so I thought about it for, like, a month. Good. And uh, I was like, ooh, this is, like, yeah, let me just, like, date the audience, see what that's like. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, plenty of people have told me I would make a great boyfriend. However, I've only been a boyfriend once, question mark, maybe.
1: <laughs> but for that night, uh-huh. you were everyone's boyfriend.
0: Yes, even my friend who was like We're not actually going There's a good friend of mine Who messaged me before coming to the show Like, and I I introduced him To his now fiance That's very good of you yeah, 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 unwittingly so, but like They ended up like getting engaged And like, he's like Hey, so we're not like going on like a real Date, right I'm like, no, just come to the show, dude I need warm bodies here what, what level of,
1: cause
0: you're like, I, I can't handle this. I can't take us to the next <laughs> spot.
1: Like, It'll be okay, then. <laughs> but
0: you thought they were like, going to go on bases or some shit? No. Oh,
1: he thought it was going to be like a sleep no more. Like you were going to. I think maybe. Yeah. Like
0: why else would he be asking me?
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you're going to stick me in a cab and then it will be an act about your childhood. And, yeah.
0: Now, just out of curiosity, if people who are listening have pictures of said shows, what yes. email should they send it to?
1: That's a great question, because as we speak today, I am still waiting on being handed the keys Mm -hmm. to digital things as well as the actual space. Right. Um, So we have put up a uh, bridge booking email for Uh people who want to do shows called Lyric Hyperion Bookings, (laughs) plural, at Gmail. So you could send any sort of inquiry or, uh, like you said, photos would be great. Videos, sure, why not? Um, those are just a bunch of photos that are all together. Lyric, Hyperion, bookings, edgy, yeah.
0: Great. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything else uh, about it that you'd like to tell people? Oh,
1: well, there used to be a bunch of neighborhood events that would
0: happen there all the time.
1: Right that I wanted to uh, just remind people that's totally great. We would yeah. love to have them again. We're going to
0: do... Be a polling place. Be a polling place. Hit the
1: ramen. We will do your campaign event.
0: Um, right. It was uh, she probably would.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She's up for it. Yeah. Um, we did, um, you know, like a, a piano sing-along at like 6 p.m. on Wednesdays, you know, kind of back in the day and it's, uh, you know, kind of a, a more um, advanced, a, uh, you know, sort of set of people, but oh. we would love to welcome them back, and, you know, like the Lisee Francaise, and the Ivanhoe School people, and all those things. Yeah, love to be a space for all of that again. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, we want Liquid Feet, and Cam, and, you know, the Citos and all those great shows to be doing great things, but um, it is a neighborhood spot, and it sure. should reflect the neighborhood itself.
0: Right, so, so overpriced coffee and play, play <laughs> tiny desk concerts on loop. That That's is right. the neighborhood you live in. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the uh, bespoke wooden purse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll,
0: it lo- it's pretty to look at, but functional.
1: <laughs> when you live
0: for beauty, you
1: know what are you? Try? Oh,
0: you don't know, have to tell me twice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to see what happens with both the Lyric Hyperion and, and the Glendale Room and anything else. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe you'll be the person to actually pull off a non-corporate LA comedy festival. Yeah. Which it always seems like a pie-in-the-sky dream.
1: Yeah. We had that one beautiful year or two downtown, right? And then, oh, Riot. Yeah. But
0: that even had to call in, like, uh... IFC or Audible or something like that.
1: Yeah. It was.
0: I mean, much credit to Abby Launder. She did it for all those years and it was great.
1: Yeah, very impressive. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, the way is there Mm -hmm. and the people are coming. Yeah. I think we will be proudly anti corporate throughout the entirety of it. Mm -hmm. Pro pastry, anti corporate. Yeah.
0: Right. I can't wait to see Chris astra do his I hate small businesses bit on your stage
1: <laughs> Good.
0: although counter to his bit I don't think you require people to buy something to use the bathroom right right that's his whole that's his whole point <laughs>
1: no I yeah I'm, I'm reading like um, bowling alone and um, you know uh, Right now I'm reading David Byrne's book on music. Okay. And he has, and it's mostly a, an essay collection. Mm-hmm. And there's a chapter that's on mm-hmm. how to build a scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, yeah. it's David Byrne, man. Yeah. Like, if somebody was ever going to tell you, like, mm-hmm. how to help foster a creative community, mm-hmm. he's the guy.
0: I think that leads me perfectly into my final question. I, You know, stemming from reading that book, what would you like to share with anybody who's looking to start a venue of comedy or any other kind anywhere?
1: Oh, yeah, great question. I, I think you have to make so many choices, and sometimes in a real, um, a real fast sequence, that it's, it's easy to get bogged down, but if you can remember in that process, or through those, um, if you could make a place that you would wanna go to that's at least an okay place to start Yeah. you know yeah like the version of you that
0: didn't get to do it yeah if they would be happy there yeah you're yeah. doing it right absolutely that uh Bottle Rocket I think Social Hall in Pittsburgh that just opened, I feel like that was what oh, comes nice. to mind yeah yep yeah like they basically changed like a vintage arcade or a vintage like treading card store into a venue.
1: Yeah. You know, like where where it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> like right. you can have one. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. But I think people <sighs> respond to that authenticity of it. Yeah.
1: It, it's a good thing to lean your back on. Right. When, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that falls away or kind of turns a little different and yeah. that's that's okay. Right. That's, that's just part of it. But, uh, Yeah, you know, if you know yourself well enough, I think, you know, you know where you like to be, you know, where you feel good and you feel regarded in a way that makes you feel good.
0: Yeah, I would add a corollary to that of the people that I see come back to venues and shows, they, in one way, shape, or form, feel like they have some sort of very explicit connection with that place or the show. Yes, like, whether they love the host, they're friends with the host, like, they become friends with the host, or they just, like, um, they feel at home in the venue. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a sense of welcome that has to be in there,
1: you know, it, that this is a place for you. Right. And I think when you perform in a place and you know that the stuff that you do on stage, somebody's... Looking at it and caring about it, and uh, wants to talk to you about it. You right. know I think that's why the Wednesday open Bike as humble as that is, is going so well. Is because right. people are paying attention. Like they're paying attention to each other. I'm paying attention. Like, and it's right. you know, um, yeah. LA is a lonely city. It, you have to consciously work right. to uh,
0: treat each other like people. Yeah. You just summarized all of you, Kasky. <laughs> you, don't yeah, need to, you don't need to read any of it. It's a lonely city. You need to be nice. Yeah,
1: you got to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Dan. Thanks for yeah. having
0: me. Absolutely. Uh, so wonderful to have you on, as always. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want to plug? Where can people find you online?
1: Uh, Sure. Yeah. You can find me on social stuff. Um, let's see. I want to plug my dead dad, who is awesome.
0: Yeah. R.I.P. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Does your dead dad have a name?
1: Dennis <laughs> Allen
0: Casey. There you go. Dak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, was, uh, he drank uh, a liter of gasoline every morning. Uh-huh. Uh, and then
0: he, you know, told us how great Eastern Europe was. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool dude. Cool dude. Uh, I'm Jake Kroger I create The Comedy Bureau can, you can find The comic Bureau at thecomedybureau.com, at The Comedy Bureau across socials uh, so many great causes oh you can find me on Instagram and not the supermarket on Twitter at MFJKroger you can, so many great causes support at this time so it would be great if you support those but if you have money and generosity left over please support The Comedy Bureau to keep it going and do you have anything to say as we sign off here
1: don't stop Jake Kroger never stop
0: you can Gee. never stop doing this Oh, are you, like, doing an impression of the waking voice in my head at every minute? (laughs) Cool. Thanks. Live comedy is happening. Go watch it, as the great Brody Stevens would say. Enjoy it. The Comedy Bureau Field Report is recorded, produced, and edited by Jake Kroger. Music by Brian artwork by Andrew Delman and KT, and part of the Believe Podcast Family.